0: Welcome to San Diego Magazine's Happy Half Hour. This is our fun food and drink-focused podcast about all things eating and drinking in San Diego. I'm Aaron Chambers-Smith with the magazine. Joined, as always, by Troy Johnson, our food critic, all-around funny writer guy.
1: Fresh off of food poisoning.
0: <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: You know what? That's an actual... It is really is a, a um, career... Like it's a... Um, uh, hazard of the job. I get food poisoning at least twice a year. You know, I'd read that. You know, granted, Jonathan Gold of the LA Times, you know, storied legend of the food critic scene, he gets it like 26 times a year.
2: You'd think he'd have an iron gut by now. I know,
1: right? That he would be he needs immune his to everything. Probiotics. But you definitely—I mean, if you're going to eat out, eat out that many restaurants, you know, that many events, especially events, because events are—it's kind of a little bit harder to actually, you know, keep everything. Is that totally your doctor standard.
0: texting you right now, live on the microphone? <laughs> yes. Somebody's yeah, that, somebody
1: saying, "Please stop talking about food poisoning on a okay. food content." We'll, we'll hear
0: more about it later. We also have Archina Ram. She's an editor at the magazine here. She does food and travel stuff. She edits all of Troy's words. Yes, the I do. Archie, it's good. We've got David Martin, who's our producer. Um, call David if you want to sponsor this podcast. We're Thrilled today to be sponsored by Tory Holistics, uh, a city-approved medical marijuana facility located in Sorrento Valley. We're going to hear from them a little bit later, and we have like a big, 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 big. I'm big really, I'm really day. excited big, big. about this. Is a, a
1: weird guy with a weird haircut. Well, and if you look down the halls <laughs> in our
0: office, people are like poking their heads out. Like, is he there? Oh, is that's... he there? That. We have Richard Blaze in the house. He's our guest, uh, our special guest today. You guys know him from Top Chef and Top Chef All-Stars, Juniper and Ivy, Crack Shack. You've got a cookbook and a podcast. Thank you for joining us. We're going to talk more later, but. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
3: (laughs) Can we we
4: lock in like a a little air air horn
3: in that? I've been really.
4: (laughs) Lately, I've really been about the air horn. Like, I'm like, you know, the 90s are coming back. Totally Right not. so like I feel like Every introduction What about the Vuvuzuela be... The Vuvuzuela The Vuvuzuela though Is a, is more <laughs> annoying Than the air yeah, it horn It is I, 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 I believe I believe Because yeah. like I got like, the, the sort of reggae DJ thing Going with yeah. the air horn And
1: we're gonna swab We're actually gonna swab His microphone And I'm gonna take that DNA And clone Richard Blaze And open
4: up my re- own restaurant After this podcast Oh my <laughs> gosh and Don't be careful it It'll be really neurotic Like any of that <laughs> DNA Is incredibly <laughs> neurotic
0: Okay, you guys, we're going to hear um, a lot more from Richard Blaze coming up. In case you haven't listened to the show, I'm going to roadmap it for you. We always start with Hot Plates, news of the restaurant scene in San Diego, openings and closings. Um, we're going to hear from our sponsor, Tori Holistics. We're going to talk more with Richard Blaze. And then we always end with our own personal recommendations of what we've been eating and drinking lately. So, Archie, take it away. What's new?
2: So, do you guys remember the Schnitzel on Washington Street, sort of between Mission Hills and Hillcrest? I mean, yeah. Do I How remember How could you not?
0: It's a, it's a, it's an icon of Washington Street. Well, it's not Street. there anymore. Oh. The icon is gone. The
1: icon is gone. God. Okay, mm-hmm. now I have to. I have to say this. There was one fa- very famous song came out in the 1970s that was written in the parking lot of that Derweinerkessel. What? Kitzel. No way! I swear to what God. What song? It's an Eagles song. No, no.
4: Peaceful, easy feeling. Shut the front door. <laughs> That's not true. In no. That parking Why lot. Why do you know that? You? Where is the information uh, from? Was it before the meal or after the
1: meal? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think "Peaceful, Easy Feeling" was definitely after. It was definitely before. <laughs>
0: How do you know? Is that true?
1: Jack Tempchin, a local singer-songwriter who was really good friends with the Eagles, sat down there. I don't know if he had a dog or not. I think it wouldn't be a peaceful, easy feeling, like you were saying, if he did you know, have a dog. And or he, the mini corn dog. And he wrote that song in that parking lot.
0: Wow. Okay, sorry
1: to
4: hijack your... your no,
2: dream. I don't know how to follow that. I feel like we should end the <laughs> show. I That's amazing. Some, I, so I've done. also
4: had some creative moments in parking lots. <laughs> <of things. laughs> to be honest, I, I may have I may stumble into one up and down the five on my journeys every once in a while. This is true. I'm just being really revealing on the pod.
0: I
2: love it. That's what we, we like.
0: So it's gone. So what's in its place?
2: <laughs> so it's called Copper Top. Copper Top Coffee and Donuts, oh. and um, they have coffee beans from Rococo Coffee Roasting in the Pacific Northwest, and they do, really good coffee. Yeah, yeah, and they do sort of the cl- more classic style, not these newfangled flavors you see as much. Can, and I, also
4: can I? Can I do it? hot trend <laughs> alert <laughs>
1: <laughs> well you know they were just um, Travel Leisure just did a um, study so they're doing donuts and coffee right so I mean donuts are everywhere I mean they, they just did um, Travel Leisure did the top Instagrams of bakeries in the world and three out of the top five were donut
0: shops what a time to be alive I the know top Instagram donut things uh, exactly. everything all America's is new thing. again
1: you know I mean it, it's, it's, think about it it's basically surpassed the cupcake you remember when cupcake was oh, our cupcake yeah. Yeah. yeah I Yeah. mean, it's the donut what's next yeah um, I think just straight up lard
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I mean is it time for cinnamon buns is oh. it time oh, for honey is it time for sticky sticky buns yeah, I mean I don't know I might that. be calling it for 2019 oh. I, you, you I might just, be
0: right yeah Oh, I forgot to See. say, we do talk hot topics, and our hot topic today in a little bit will be top dining Friends for 2018. So that's a good prediction on there. I like that. Um, and just really quick for everyone listening, don't worry about writing all this stuff down. Archana puts up a post at saniegomagazine.com, and we link to all the stuff that we talk about. And even if we bring in a random thing like that travel and leisure story that mm-hmm. wasn't on our run sheet, Archana makes a little note I'm doing and it she right links now. to that. So don't worry, we'll link you to all this stuff. What else do you have, Archie Better Buzz in Hillcrest?
2: Yeah, so Better Buzz has opened a brand spanking new location have in Hillcrest. Have you seen that it's thing? Like, it's like all over it's like multiple floors. They have an expanded food menu. I actually walked by this morning and so the whole ground floor patio is going to be this Japanese ramen spot and then they're sharing the space with Better Buzz and it just was the place. Where over is the it? Again? Can you they give me the, the corner? Sh- um, it's like across from that Trader Joe's Ralph's parking yes. lot. It's on University. It is
1: massive. It's like it's multiple stories. It's all reclaimed wood. They've got those massive cir- yeah. um, like circus lights that say Buzz or Coffee like up from the ceiling. I mean, it's a, it's like a citadel. they better sell a shitload of coffee.
2: Yeah, it's I huge. Yeah, it's I mean, massive. and so much opens and closes in Hillcrest. I think Better Buzz has enough of a following that they'll be fine. This is true.
0: But um, yeah, it's quite a big space. Well, it's a very creative community. I bet there's a lot of people that like work from home or have studios or that kind. Of thing in that community so I feel like It, it could oh, it, support a coffee yeah, shop all, It was all packed over the weekend and there's you know a CrossFit gym right next to it, so people can
2: get amped up on their caffeine and go mm-hmm. work out and mm-hmm. do. Whatever They're going to they be want. roasting
1: small batches, like during the day. You know, like mm-hmm. that'll just be there, like roasting in house. It'll just be there for that day and then gone. You
4: better get that coffee. Are plate. coffee shops good business plans? I, I, I'm this is just a thought bubble I that I have right, right okay. now. Like, I don't understand how coffee shops make money. I love them. I am like obsessed and addicted. Well, listen to this stat. Okay,
1: 2012, the single cup industry, which means you know, coffee shops, really, mm-hmm. you know, where you're not just brewing it in a, in a pot at home, was only. 21% of coffee sales. In 2016, it was 41% yeah. of coffee sales. And at now, America, that basically the Keurig moment, mm-hmm. you know, when everybody had to have a Keurig, that's flattened out. Never had. Now, everybody's, you know, the economy's going well. They're like, you know what? I'm not going to make my Keurig at home. I feel a little bit bad about the environment, all those cups coming out of it, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to go get a, co- a cup of coffee somewhere, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, it's now like 30% of Americans have a Keurig coffee maker in their home, but that's it. It's done. So, it's all going to Better Buzz right now. Yeah. Hillcrest.
0: Well, you guys go try it out. We've got one more. Cider is another big, huge thing that's just coming on super strong. Is there a new cider spot, Archie? Yeah, in
2: North Park. Bivouac Cider Works is now open. Um, Troy has written about this for our February oh. issue, which is out at the end of
0: this week.
1: Um, apparently, somebody's not reading my blog because there's right. a post oh. up there right now. <laughs> so
0: sorry. No, I share it. I just blindly share it and then read it later. <laughs> Is this, like a, is this like a first look kind of a thing or what is this? It, it was the first okay. a first look
1: sort of thing. And I, I spoke with the owners. I mean, cideries um, really being driven by the millennials, especially because you think about that craft beer industry. Obviously, I mean, I don't even know if we're a brewery with a city in it or a city with a lot of bunch of breweries in it in, <laughs> in San Diego now. You know, there's so many craft beer took off so extraordinarily well in San Diego. And now everybody's gluten free. Ciders are gluten free. You know, so now you're going to have that craft cider moment. And, cra- and really, the commercial ciders suck. You know, right, they're just but
0: they're also growing too, right? I always read those stories, no. and I, the, all those ones are they're they coming are on, right? They are
1: flatlining. All the craft ciders and the small, oh, bra- really? small batch are starting to really heat up, and the big brands aren't doing so well. And I think
0: because they taste
1: like
4: Capri Sun, They're so sweet, yeah. Well, yeah. first of all, how <laughs> <laughs> dare you? <laughs> <laughs> really?
3: I I Capri could Suns angry. are awesome. Uh <laughs>
4: Can we put up a meme somewhere on the, on your blog or something of like the uh, Wes Anderson Fantastic Mr. Fox where there's the rat that gets just like demolished by cider in the basement? Like that, that I think was, is where we're going with this moment. <laughs>
2: I'll
1: find it. I mean, it's I mean, it's really a, a millennial thing, and I think you're going to see a lot more craft ciders. The problem is, is going to be inventory. I mean, we, there's not a lot of apples, and there's not a lot of uh, fruit to use. You know, so we're going to have to start, you know, really sourcing, planting a lot more orchards and everything else. But you're going to see probably six or seven of the next year come into San Diego.
0: Nice. Okay, and then one more um, um, hot plate here. This is a big one again. Instagram is like losing its mind over this place.
2: Yep, it's another Troy First Look. It's Cloak and Petal now open in Little Italy. Um, huge space in Little Italy. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine the rent on
0: that it's thing. It's got like a flower growing out of the bar or something. What it's is got it? has got two cherry so blossoms. Yeah. Somebody was oh, okay, there. Somebody was there. Okay. It's beautiful. It's absolutely. Yeah. It feels. Oh,
1: like... W- where is it? It's. It's no. in. Oh it's in, <laughs> oh, it's in Little Italy. Oh, it's in Little Italy. You know that place, Richard? I am familiar
0: with it. Don't <laughs> <laughs> so we? We're gonna talk all that. Wait. Yet. Big news, Richard. Yes. A restaurant just went into Oh my my God. God. <laughs>
4: Break,
1: breaking ground. with Cloak and petals, So I looked at their menu. They're doing some really interesting stuff. They're doing sushi, sashimi, but they're also doing like... I mean, some crazy, crazy small plates. It's like, you know, Wagyu with foie gras, raw fish. It's just, I mean, they're really trying to, to go outside of the box. Hmm. Sometimes that works. Sometimes
4: that doesn't. Well, what's the percentage on whether it works or not? I, I, I don't know. Oh, I, well, I, you're the critic. I,
1: well, I had so many percentages. I ran out of okay.
4: time. <laughs>
0: His phone's off. He stopped taking notes. And it's the Tajima
2: people, right? It
1: is the people who are behind Tajima. Yeah. So, I mean, if you walk into this place, I mean, it just really feels like, you, you ever been to Portland when all those cherry blossom bloom alongside the river and it it looks like it's snowing Mm. that's kind of that feel that you get when you walk in there because those cherry blossoms are so beautiful
0: where is this just for people listening is this like in the new part of Little Italy the old part do we know? I forget it's, the cross.
1: It's basically next, almost next to Grape on...
0: It's near Bolt Brewery. It's near Bolt okay, Brewery. Okay, so on that corner, mm. kind of when you're coming up from the airport. Yes. It, remember
4: yeah. when yes. Noli was a thing? Remember when we tried to make <laughs> Noli north of Little Italy? <laughs> they, remember that? Yes. No one remembers that? Oh,
0: God, I San know. Diego. <laughs> oh, there we go. It, oh, it takes us a little longer here. <laughs> there we're not a quick city. I we're a i Cool. Um, okay, that's Hot Plates. You guys make sure you check Troy's blog at saniegomagazine.com because he updates that throughout the month with stuff like this. And then Archana edits a Hot Plates column in your San Diego magazines every month. Please buy it at Whole Foods or Sprouts or wherever you see it. And you can also subscribe online. And By the way, I didn't win that contest. I didn't either. What I the got.
1: Hell? You self promoted yourself? Yeah, SDM you
0: Aaron for your three for one. And I didn't freaking win. <laughs> she did it again. <laughs> she just did it again. It's over now. <laughs> and I didn't freaking win. on lias with like 85 subscriptions. Yeah, so we
1: had a competition. So all of us are trying to get people to subscribe, right? Yeah. Has, um, we
0: all had our own code we, with we, our name. You get oh,
1: like a free parking spot or something Yeah. free you day get, off you get Jim Fitzpatrick's watch I don't know what, what do we get
0: <laughs> don't get that I don't know but none of us got it and we said it on this podcast It's Aaron
4: for subscriptions on the pod I, I said use I my want code, code. I, want, I want a code I want a
0: code <laughs> All right, get her, Jen, get, Ray, are you Jen listening? Ray, get, I want to code a T-shirt. Blaze. SDM Blaze. A t-shirt. <laughs> okay, we'll get yeah. you that. We are thrilled today to be sponsored by Torrey Holistics. Uh, Torrey Holistics is a city-approved medical marijuana facility located in Sereno Valley. And we have Christine Bordenave here. You are the Director of Purchasing and Compliance. You're a UC Berkeley graduate who's worked in the uh, medical cannabis industry in San Diego for the last four years. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Sure. My God,
1: it's legal. It's normal. It's, it's, it's for adults. It's yeah. something adults do
3: now.
0: Yeah, it's getting there. (laughs) And I have here in my notes that you are committed to helping the industry grow in a direction that provides safe, legal, and quality medication to those who need it.
3: Yes, absolutely. I think it's really important to make sure that we have lab testing and great packaging, good labeling on our products. You know, San Diego is a very health conscious town and we're all about what we're putting in our bodies and, you know, cannabis is no different from that.
0: So talk a little bit
3: about like this idea of THC
0: versus CBD and, you know, what the what the difference there is because everyone's starting to ask these more detailed in-depth questions.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so THC and CBD are the uh, properties in cannabis that you hear about a lot. THC is... Um, what creates the psychoactive effect, what gives you that sort of hazy Snoop Dogg effect. Um, <laughs> you know, so uh, that's that's the THC part of it. Um, and then CBD is really the medical property that um, that really helps your body. It's an antispasmatic. It's what we've seen it uh, used in anti-seizure medicines and um, things like that. So CBD is really uh, something that can help you with sleep aid, anxiety, depression, um, just a lot of uh, wonderful properties that can be brought about with CBD. And
1: here's the question that I get a lot. I mean, if it's CBD doesn't give you that Snoop Dogg effect, right?
3: No, it doesn't. CBD yeah. is non-psychoactive.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, this is... My my mom asked me about this because my mom has some um, inflammation in her joints and everything else and she's been looking at different ways and she's been you know exercising and dieting and eating better. And I just did that massive story on um, marijuana for our next issue of yep. San Diego February Magazine. Issue,
2: it's out, out, now, out now by yeah. the time this podcast is out. Yeah, I
1: was floored. Floored at what I found. I mean, I knew anecdotally that, you know, the CBD and, and medical cannabis was very good for people but the stories that i found were absolutely amazing and you know, cbd has been i've talked to people that have old pets even for pets and they're like oh my god for the first time i gave my dog some cbd and for the first time in 15 years I, this dog started running again mm-hmm. you know i mean and it really is kind of a miracle drug right
3: yeah absolutely we're seeing a lot of um great use for it in pets as well There's cbd treats so it's non-psychoactive you're not going to get your pet high mm-hmm. um <laughs> might get a little thirsty and sleepy but other than that he'll be okay <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Um, but CBD is, uh, um, great to help with anxiety so any pets that have separation anxiety or mm-hmm. or any huh. kind of like the jitters or anything like that it's really helpful for them um and it uh it also helps with swelling so actually my dog had a really bad um uh swelling in his ankle and i gave him some cbd treats and he was up jumping around and normal again within a day and it actually yeah. did so much better than the prescription medication that the vet gave me so
1: and what i was surprised when i went into all of these places too like toy holistics looks like it looks like an apple store but a warmer yeah nicer Apple store like a Sephora you know it's really I mean explain to me like your guys's operation like that retail operation I mean it's nice
3: yeah absolutely we want to be very approachable for people we want to make sure that um, everyone from every background um, from every experience of cannabis can come into a safe space and really get the information that they need and the the help that they need to to treat their ailments Um, we try to make sure that our staff is educated on all of our products and you know that we're keeping up with all of the trends of what people are looking for you know um, Uh, making sure that we're health conscious and ingredient conscious as well.
0: Well, and that's a good point to make now that it is legal. Can you talk about some of the, you know, why it's especially
3: important now,
0: of course, as it always has been to shop uh, in a legal dispensary with a, or legal
3: delivery service versus an illegal or a red shop? Um, and that really is about the quality of products and what you're getting and knowing what you're getting. Um, you know, just like you go into um, a doctor's office and you want them to be informed and really be able to direct you in the right way to help your um, ailments, that's what we strive for at Tory Holistics. We just want to make sure that we're giving out a good product, and that's what's really important about shopping at a legal facility as well, is that they are going to be um, adhering to those guidelines and requirements that the state and the city puts down. And that's making sure that it's a clean environment. You know, making sure that there's security and everybody feels safe and that we're following the right procedures. And also that you're paying your taxes. Yes, that we're paying the taxes. (laughs) Talk a little
0: bit about that, too. I have that in my notes. Can you tell, you know, everybody listening where the taxes are going that are being
3: collected from cannabis sales? Um, Yeah, so there's a lot of taxes now (laughs) starting in January. It's a. It, there's a lot of them. Um, there's a 15% excise tax, which is basically on every single cannabis product, and that goes right back to the state. Um, and uh, so that's collected right up front. And then we also have our city sales tax and then also our city marijuana use tax, and that goes back to the city as well. So um, there's a huge increase in taxes that happen with legalization, uh, but hopefully that will you know, allow us to, to provide better products and make sure that we're um, having a good supply chain for and all
1: that. And fill a pothole in San Diego. Hopefully, and, and, yeah. And, and pay a teacher's <laughs> yeah. salary. I was going to yeah.
3: say, let's get some filling some things in the school.
0: So I'm all about that. Yeah. Um, and then really quickly, I wanted to end by asking you about some uh, some of the other new regulations. You know, what is, what are the uh, the new laws that are in effect now? What do they mean for an adult user and a medical card holder? And then the differences between, you know, someone with a medical card versus just an adult user, how much you can buy, that kind
3: of thing. Uh, yeah. So a medical patient can purchase more cannabis or cannabis products than an adult use patient. And um, adult use patients, uh, specifically with edibles, are uh, capped at a 10 milligram. Dose size or a hundred milligrams for the entire package. And that's just really for people who are new to cannabis who don't really know their dose or how it's going to affect them yet, making sure that they're not eating, you know, a thousand milligram brownie mm-hmm. and um waking up in a protective circle of Doritos or something <laughs> like that. Um, a crop and, circle. <laughs> it makes you feel better, honestly. <laughs> um, But um, there are a lot of difference between medical and adult use patients. Um, That gap is really closing, but uh, we just hope that people who do have medical issues continue to come to us and and help us to guide them in the right direction because cannabis can really help those people who have genuine ailments and we hope at Toria Holistics to bring them some peace. Awesome. And
1: then we have, so I can carry up to an ounce. As if I have an adult use card, I can carry up to an ounce on me, right? Uh,
3: You don't have to have any kind of card. Oh, it that's right. Now, that's right. You don't have to build. have a pink card. Yeah. We're so still we getting used. Oh my God! I just yeah. did this story.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, I think I blacked out.
3: Yeah, back <laughs> to the copy desk. Okay. Me check that one.
0: Toby,
1: <laughs> so um, you can carry up to announce, but you can't carry it as an open container in your car. Correct. Correct. Yes. Okay, so you have to. If it is kind of open, if you open a container, you have to put it in the trunk. You're fine, right? As I understand.
3: Um, yes, uh, it's a little gray for sure. Um, right now all of packaging is, is switching over to childproofing and childproofing Mm -hmm. resealable. Um, so even now, if you're leaving a dispenser, you do want to keep, uh, the product in your car and you want to make sure that it's still in that exit bag, all sealed up with your receipt. So that way, you know, you just don't get hassled
1: and I can't just snoop dog it in downtown San
0: Diego. No, no, don't do that. That's not,
3: not a good idea. Okay. No. Perfect.
0: Thank you so much. We've been talking uh, with Tory Holistics, uh, city-approved medical marijuana facility located in Sorrento Valley. Thanks. Uh, what's the, what? Yeah. What's the website where people can find out more information?
3: ToryHolistics.com.
0: Perfect. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring. Um, and I believe that you guys are sponsoring next week's as well. So we will be back. It's a new age. I
1: love this. I don't even. I, I don't even use cannabis. and I love this. <laughs>
0: perfect thank you that thank was you. awesome um, okay you guys you've already been hearing from him we have Richard blaze here um, let me just run down your. that rundown. was
4: such a nice way to be like he's already kind <laughs> of <ruined."
0: Right> here. <laughs> I like it though you make yourself known. no introduction needed but just in case you've been living under a rock and you don't eat out and you don't have a television let me quickly give you um, the rundown you're from New York you also worked in Atlanta you appear on guys grocery games with Troy these guys are buddies in case you can't tell
1: we sh- we occasionally ca- share a trailer yeah, um, you're like one of my best friends I know exactly I said I, that
4: off air and we don't we don't need even converse very often. No, but you know, like three or four times a year. It's more of a commentary on my social life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both of ours. Oh, absolutely.
0: That's how busy you are, though. I mean, you're a top chef, all star. You're a co owner of Juniper and Ivy and Crack Shack, which were just for all of our listeners. I mean, we have local food loving listeners in San Diego and, you know, this Southern California region. And those restaurants just really were. Still are a big deal for our city. You also opened um, a new location in Costa Mesa recently. You have your own podcast called Starving for Attention and like an amazing cookbook. Starving cookbook. for
1: Attention is a really, I,
0: I yeah. like
4: Happy Half Hour. All right, that's fun. You know, but Starving hey,
0: for
1: Attention <laughs> is you know,
4: also like we've asked you to come on the pod and you have not uh, I up. said yes. Okay, <laughs> and I'm just saying. But I'm no, just I love saying.
0: that about podcasts. I feel like that's a thing on podcasts. But you I'm, kind of promote each other's and you share and all the guests kind of swap around. Absolutely. I like that. It
4: is, oh, it is an interesting part of yeah. like podcasting where it's, it's just friendly. like trade. One for yeah. one? Yeah. Here we go. 1960s <laughs> like ass Terry. Like, like for like, Troy? <laughs> yeah. <Are we> <laughs> I made the first move, Troy. I'm here with you. Exactly.
0: <laughs> So well, t- I mean, tell us—you're you're like a busy dude. How did we even get you
4: today? Oh my gosh! Well, one, yeah, sorry—it's taking me so long. Uh, I've tried. I've, I've always
2: okay. So just a little backstory: I used to work at Entertainment Weekly, where I used to write the Top Chef recaps, like yes. back in the day. And like Blaze was always my favorite. Like you can look back at my like recap columns from like 2010. I'm a little itos. biased, but I really like have followed you like from the start. Like really like watching at 11 a.m. and like at 11 p.m. and taking notes. She—that's like, she, kind
1: of you. She purchased. She has a perch outside
4: of your um, home
2: yeah, I Listen, know where you live As long as the stalking
4: is digital I'm fine with that <laughs> That's okay uh, But thank you So I, I can be polarizing on TV So thank you for being a supporter I am a fan there you go. And I've
2: always wanted you to come on the podcast so I'm happy it's finally happened yes. See wow. now that's yes.
1: interesting to me I mean polarizing What was the first impression of yourself Looking at yourself on TV
4: Oh my gosh, uh, that I was super pale and incredibly chubby. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep it in the the sake of vanity for a second. I think that happens with everyone, right? I mean, you've just gone this. through I mean not the same thing perhaps.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you've been pale and chubby. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Troy, you're am, pale and chubby Well, face. that's the cur- that's the
4: current stage of my life. <laughs> uh, but I mean it's also I mean you don't you don't realize what you're going to, you know, uh, how you're going to come across. So I think there oh. is that sort of reflection moment, right? Where you're like, "Oh wow, I need to yeah. Work, work on a few things, you know, whether it's uh, in my case, maybe understanding and empathy or uh, <laughs> jumping on the treadmill and uh, maybe seeing some sunlight. Yeah, absolutely. For, <laughs> yeah, and for me, it's like not, not going for the joke every single time, slowing my speech down. Oh, my God. You are. You can get into like dad joke. Oh, I really can.
0: Yeah.
4: You got a specific move. It's going to be hard to sort of like have this come through on a podcast, but you got the Troy Johnson lean in. Oh, I've seen that. Yes, (laughs) look, look. Were you going for that thing that you were doing there? (laughs) Which is just generalizing everything that you say. And then you sort of s- turn and it up like, and switch it up on him. Do you think it, it a was a good idea? Yeah. Well, it was. <laughs> right, exactly. The twist that everyone sees coming. Everyone <laughs> is I'm like,
1: wait for it. Here's a twist. There's a banner behind a plane. Here comes the
4: twist. Total sidebar, though. You're a brilliant writer, dude like you have uh i mean, i'll take this moment to say that you have influenced me as a performer oh. a lot in my television work because you're just a great writer you know and like there there's a part of like you're not writing a script when you're on a television show when mm-hmm. you're judging or hosting something mm-hmm. but you're certainly you you are sort of compiling absolutely a list of moments that might 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 happen and uh, you've co-written at easily a couple of things for me yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, when yeah. place and i get to get That's together a nice compliment you just I, I, got I, 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 it was that, really I, I, cool yeah there was definitely an air horn yeah. in that <laughs> <laughs> Editors. <laughs> yeah, and he's out. Troy's out of the building. Troy he's Johnson has him. left the building. Damn it, Blaze. My plan him. has worked. <laughs> I am now sitting in for Troy Johnson for
3: the next couple of episodes.
1: <laughs> oh man. Okay, so why San Diego? Why I mean okay, you were uh, we Brooklyn, right? No New York to Atlanta I grew
4: up on Strong Island. Uh, you know I'm sorry I, I still sort of identify as a Native New Yorker. of course yeah. that, that's just a New York thing, I think right. Yeah. Uh, I lived in Atlanta for a number of years and then came out here because of my you know my partner Mike Rosen. Okay. Uh, you know who who is the person who really is the vision behind Juniper and Ivy and Crack Shack, mm-hmm. uh, and you know who who should get all the credit for me coming out here. I was moving to Northern California, which I feel like you know at the time I felt like my soul was a little bit more Northern California than Southern I, California. I remember
1: seeing you in the airport for the first time, and he was
4: wearing an Oakland A's hat. Pro, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see I like I like, you know, bad baseball teams. Thank you for. Bringing that. <laughs> so I'm a, I love the Padres. With that see piece, you get it. I get it. I get it. You get it. Get get you it. Got it. You get uh, and then you know, so that that happened and you know, he twisted my arm and we came out here and I thought that, you know, San Diego or Southern California in general was just Always just 75 degrees and flat surfaces and a lot of just sort of like basic sort of stuff. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy, you know, to reveal obviously five years later that it's it's a wonderful place. And, you know, we're raising a family here. You still like it. Wow. I still like it. Yeah. yeah. Again, it does. It's something there's a and I said this with Juniper and Ivy when it first opened. Like I love being the underdog. Yeah. Like there is something that's just really yes. amazing about being like really like it's not as good as L.A., it's not as good as San uh-huh. Francisco like it's the same ingredients. The chefs are coming from the same places that chefs came from and you know that were in Los Angeles or San Francisco. So like that was the really for my, my goal for Juniper Ivy was just to you know be a restaurant that could compete on that level. For a restaurant that would be in a Los Angeles or San Francisco, it's the same workforce and the same ingredients. Well, it and
0: don't you feel like I feel like as a local San Diegan, we love, we feel that love from you, and we love when someone bets on us because we uh-huh. don't always get people that bet on us no, in right. the city. We don't get a lot of people that be like, "No, I can totally do that right there with those people and those ingredients in that city." Like, yeah, like let's do it. Let's We're not on the pony city. with the shiny coat. We don't. You know what I mean?
1: Right. The pony that's got like a little bit of a limp. You <laughs> know what I mean? Well, it's I
4: mean, and it's uh, and, and for good reason. It, uh, everything gets the focus gets shifted towards the beach and mm-hmm. and the beauty and the natural, you know, place that it is. Uh, and, you know, I think San Diego for a long time, it still has it. But it was white tablecloth in a very resorty sort of setting mm-hmm. and fish tacos. Exactly. And that middle was wide open. And like, uh, you know, I certainly quite honestly don't take any credit for that. I mean, you know, we, we're just, you know, standing on the shoulders of, you know, people even like Brian Malarkey for, you know, as much as I might not like the hats that he wears,
3: um,
4: <laughs> you know, so like we're, we're happy to be I had. To, sorry, <laughs> I love there that. was going to be a Brian Malarkey <laughs> comment oh, somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm rolling up my jeans right now. Actually. <laughs> Love for <laughs> I love
0: it. I love it. It's yeah. going to start a little rivalry right here. This is going to be epic. Well, we uh, got to string this along for like a long time.
1: Well, I remember. So if anybody is not terribly familiar with, with with the locations of the two restaurants, you have Juniper and Ivy. This is this beautiful restaurant that had been there for a year, year and a half before he started. At least. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Brian Malarkey literally gets a restaurant to share a wall <laughs> with Richard. <laughs> Richard's like, bro, you couldn't <laughs> go like a block down? Yeah.
4: <laughs> It's fine. Listen, and also just to be really clear, this is all a friendly sort of thing. Yes, like I mean, I, yes. I mean, like so we wouldn't on, be like be yeah, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't you know for their success yeah. and opening up yeah. what I just talked about, this sort of middle market basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that being said, yeah, <laughs> Juniper and Ivy is right next to Urban Wood. Juniper is a wood (laughs) and Ivy is an herb So I'm just saying
0: But I mean as much as we love you here. I mean you really you're all over the place I mean you have a podcast that you said it's called starving for attention You get big-time celebrity people on this podcast and you said you record that mobily wherever you are You have a cookbook called so good I mean, I follow you on Instagram and your lovely wife and you guys are on airplanes like all the time. Yeah I
4: mean, it's we're we're, you know, I mean lucky and just grinding it out though I mean like I I, before the mics got turned on I was talking about About how the optics might look really glossy and amazing but it's you know it's a it's a different type of grind but you know we're working every single day and like you said we're in an airport or you know we're in front of a camera or we're in a kitchen or you know it's just incredibly busy and, and it's still a grind you know so like I think that helps sort of navigate it when you're someone who is a chef who is familiar with like seven day work weeks and you know 18 hour days and then you combine you know film with that another Industry that combine you know has sixteen hour eighteen hour work days I know exactly. Well, that's
1: that's what I'm saying. Like your workday, I mean, you, you must know this about Blaze. A first year we were shooting the was it the first year I forget what it was. First year we we're shooting Guys Grocery Games. It's like nine thousand degrees in L. A. And Richard Blaze goes in between um, shoots. He's like, all right, I'm going to go for a run.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: nice. Oh, what that? The, what? The, are you doing? Like, I'm
4: going to go up for a Cheeto.
0: And there it is. He's going for an ice cream cone. You and know, going in all around. fairness,
4: I wanted the Cheetos. I know.
1: <laughs> well, so, I mean, but seriously, you had to, I mean, like you said, I mean, you lost
4: a, a significant amount of weight, right? When you were on. I, I mean, I've. Yeah, yeah, quick change of topic, perhaps, but yeah, I lost. <laughs> 60, somewhere between 60 and 80 pounds over the last 10 to 12 Whoa. years. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yes. I mean, and that's what, and here's honestly where I was going with that to bring it all back together. I think that that lifestyle, you being super healthy, you know, you don't drink very much. I mean, is that helped you um, stay Focused
4: and be able to do everything that you're doing because it seems insane. Yeah, I mean, you know, people have their things, right? Um, yeah. You know, so for me, running is a way to sort of like really disengage from mm-hmm. emails and you know restaurants and television and whatever it is that's going on. You know, it's the only place where I don't think, to be quite honest, right? Yeah. So, um, and you know, this year it's going to be you know fitness and also meditation. I think is where this mm-hmm. is a, a big year <laughs> as far as trends. Meditation. Like in Good San Diego, San K- Diego, could, yeah. San Diego is a trend great Diego? place there we go. Trendy- <laughs> Did I say that? That's great. <laughs> Can we hashtag? Did you already yes. do that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I should
0: happened.
4: come back. I'm just saying I should come back.
0: <laughs> do you have a favorite medium? Do you like writing books? <laughs> do you like judging? Do you like cooking on TV? Mm. Do you like talking on a podcast like this? What's your favorite?
4: My my favorite thing is always the the new thing that is a challenge for me, right? So Like, um, right now it's probably, you know, more hosting or my podcast where I'm the interviewer, right? Um, that's new to me. So like, that's always very exciting. You know, Mm -hmm. even with the restaurants, it's like, okay, well you're a line cook and then you're a sous chef and then you're a chef de cuisine, then you're an executive chef, then you're a restaurateur. Wow. Now Mm -hmm. you're a founder, now you're a CEO, whatever it is. So like, I'm always just inspired by like whatever the next step is. Um, Mm -hmm. and I'm, and, and that's what keeps me going. Like what else can we do? Like I had a Super tiny role in a movie last year. I'm running marathons. Oh, These that's are things. Right. What was the name of the movie? Why him? So, like, don't. You don't. David loves it, our producer
0: yeah. loves Spoiler it.
4: Spoiler alert tons of F bombs. <laughs> it's not necessarily. Your kids have not seen it. My kids will never see the movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's always just that challenge of trying to do new things and then also, you know, making sure you don't crumble the things, you know, that you're also building on, if that makes sense.
1: He is one of the quirkyest, smartest people I know. What was it? What was it? What was the. Pure, was it Purina?
4: Oh, what are, where are we doing now, Troy? Uh, well, what are we doing well, now? Just the, the, the breadth of the things that he's done. Oh, uh, it was cat food. It was cat food. Yeah. He did a it cat food commercial. Uh, it was Fancy Feast. <laughs> uh, you can find this on YouTube. Basically a commercial for me with a cat where I play... A single man with no family and a cat. <laughs> oh God!
3: Um, it's a it, Troy's losing his mind over it. that just exists. Crack, I,
4: listen, I'm proud of everything that I do. Hey,
0: whatever. That's probably going to put your kid through a semester of college I or guess? something. I mean, you got to yeah. do it. Probably
4: not, yeah. <laughs> to be clear. Uh, but yeah, I mean, again, those things are fun. I gotta think, yeah. like, what a what a world where where literally someone who is just my first job was at McDonald's. You know, mm-hmm. where someone who starts there you know, can have the opportunity to be on a podcast with you, to be honest with you, yeah, you know, working. to uh, to be on a television show, whatever it is, you know, to get the opportunity to be a part of a great restaurant. And uh, I can
0: tell you right now that um, Trend Diego is now a thing on Facebook Live. Is. People are saying <laughs> it. David's <laughs> showing it to me. It's, it's happening. Whether you like also, it or not, you did it.
4: And <laughs> if there's an air horn emoji okay. behind it,
0: Okay. Oh, I'm just saying. Okay. We're going to we're break the internet with this one live nice. right now. Um, so, but I want to talk about dining trends for 2018. Get your take on them. But really quick, what's how how can people follow you? I mean, insta- you're pretty active on Instagram.
4: Active on Instagram, and honestly, that's mm-hmm. my that's favorite platform right now. Like, okay. I have a goal this year. You know, with with specifically Instagram, but social media in general, where. I am, you know, I've been passive on it up until like literally like 45 days ago. Mm-hmm. And now I'm engaging much, much more, <clears throat> you know, and this year for me is really about empathy and, you know, hit me up on Instagram. Like if so you're, what a, is your thing? Um, at blaze or Richard blaze, Richard blaze, so Richard blaze, B L A I S, um, Richard spelt traditionally. And, like, you know, I mean, I had, like, as an example, a couple chefs reached out to me, I don't even know, yesterday. And, you know, I hooked them up with some, you know, casting opportunities for some shows. Um, And, like, you know, it's it's a great way to sort of be able to connect with people. And I think there is a point where you reach a certain platform where you start disconnecting from. Mm -hmm the people that are you know supplying you with all of this love right, you know so I, my my goal this year is to be much more engaged you know that's, with with the average person that's who's nice to average the person person who's who's taking their time to like a photo or comment mm-hmm. on a photo that's 15 seconds of their life exactly. to subscribe to a podcast that's a big commitment like yeah. we shouldn't take those things lightly and and that's what this year is all about for me sorry i obviously the meditation thing is working I uh, it. that's
1: good that's <laughs> very cool. <laughs> no but i
4: totally agree with that and that's how it was the same thing that i've
1: done recently on all of, um social media too with facebook i mean he's got like 400,000 followers that's a little bit tougher you know and I've got I've got a few less a lot less you know,
0: but <laughs> no, listen but Troy
4: though those dozen people need
0: yeah. you <laughs> you really need to meditate and be generous with them uh, I
1: know so but I mean if, for a long time like people commented I wouldn't comment back and like this year I'm like you know i have really just taking time to actually engage with people and like say hello thank you what's going on blah, blah. and it's just been a much more rewarding human experience for me in terms of social media
4: can I take a quick little moment here This is I don't want to turn into a different podcast yeah. Do, have you done stand-up before? Uh, no. My, exactly. my goal for you this year is to do some open mic stand-up. Oh, will you do it with me? You have the talent <laughs> to do it. I, would, I will do it with you. Okay. It's one of my goals as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But you're much more qualified. You're a fun, you're funny I guy. You. Like you Your good? writing is amazing. I, that, that's my goal for you this year. I love that goal. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to track and that. And we're going to keep ter- track of and it. it.
0: And right. you can write about it in the magazine. I like writing
4: about it
1: because you're like, <laughs> that's funny, and nobody like gives you that blank dead stare. <laughs> yeah. You know, like nobody's also like. Also,
4: sorry that I just blew that up. <laughs> <laughs> called you out for that. Now <laughs> it has been. It has been I like. I right. see that. It's been yeah. a closet closeted goal of mine for a long, long time. Okay,
0: nice. everybody that's listening, weigh in. Either at Richard Blaze on Instagram or weigh in with... Uh, Troy has that weird underscore, underscore uh, Troy Johnson. Yeah, but weigh in and tell yeah. us what you think. I bet a lot of our Pull listeners it. would Gotta agree.
4: Throw, throw it up on the poll on the I stories. There we go. It.
0: Okay, so um, let's get into some of these dining trends. What, what magazine put these out? This is uh, Food and food, Wine. Food and Wine. I, which, I will link mm-hmm. to it. You know, fan of you. You guys, you're in there all the time. I hope so.
4: I mean, <laughs> you know, you say those things and like, honestly, you guys scare me. Like... <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know magazines and websites <laughs> and critics. like
4: this is a little bit like you're in the layer of the beast sort of thing <laughs>
0: friendly we are we're all I mean just friendly friend, nice it is people. I mean you
4: know but also like you have to produce right so like it is always like yeah friends of yours yours until I sounded really New York there. yeah that
2: was so <laughs> Long
3: Island <laughs> until, right there.
4: until you you know until something's not right you know and then it's it is you it's your responsibility to sort of call us out for it so yeah it's tricky. Well, right now they love you, so <laughs> yes. love it up.
0: Um, what do we think? Chilled red wine? Is this a, is this a trend? Was that sangria?
1: Okay. Or
0: just it, drinking yeah. your red wine colder? That's always been a thing. We always drink it too hey, warm. Hey, you right? drink your wine well,
1: said, wherever the hell you want to drink your wine.
4: As someone who is uh, perhaps uh, one of the people who might have created liquid nitrogen sangria, mm. yes, let's put some. Let's make some red wine cold. Let's, let's do play it. With it. Let's right. do it at Juniper and Ivy. Come on cool. in. I'll make sure I tell my team. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and team, let's, you let's just sh- got your heads up. Start yeah, yeah. It. No, send let's, the text uh, real quick. <laughs> By the way, everyone on my team right now hates me for saying that out loud. <laughs> They're
0: like, All right, this always go.
4: happens, and I apologize to them.
0: Blame us. Okay, what about vegetarian tasting menus? I'm seeing this mm-hmm. a ton in San anyway. Everybody wants no meat, no meat.
4: My, oh, do you want to weigh in? First? No, no.
1: I was I was going to ask you like, how much uh, have you increased your vegetarian options at Juniper
4: Navi? Listen, I mean, I, for, as someone who is, was is not a native and you know it just came out here five years ago, I was amazed. You know, the first lineup, you know, the first like big day of like staff training, you tell a hundred people about your menu and then every question is, can you get it vegan? Can you get it gluten-free? Can mm-hmm. you, you know, <laughs> is this paleo? Is there gluten in, all these oh, things. Not in Long Island anymore. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> not in pretty much almost everywhere else. It's like, welcome to Del Mar. This is how we exactly, are. Exactly, <laughs> right? So, you know, it's, to me, it's just being a Californian, quite honestly, Like, mm-hmm. can, you know, I think it's more exciting to see that trend now in like the Midwestern cities and in the mm-hmm. Southern cities. That don't have that as just part of their sort of like normal way of life like people this is gonna be surprising Trend Diego. people <laughs> don't know what acai bowls are
2: I know that they, my friends from New York came to San Diego and they didn't know I went
4: to an acai bowl place <laughs> that served me yogurt <laughs> with some blueberries on it and called it acai bowl oh and I was God. like you are you don't know what's need happening to come here." To yeah. Diego. no offense it. Nebraska
0: Oh, you're so Delmar now. That's you amazing. really oh, just—you just. Am I so Delmar? I, I don't that. have
4: any funny hats, and I don't have more than one little dog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but do you do yoga and run on the beach?
4: I do uh, not enough yoga. I haven't run on the beach in a while. I do run a lot. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Del Martians.
0: <laughs> 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 we have a Del Martian and an Obetian There we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. And two regular people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Fun>. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. What about pop-ups? Are we going to be seeing more pop-ups? You think this year?
4: Ooh. I think I, the, you go, I'm, I'm sorry, well, I'm nominating I, your no, time. No, no, no,
1: no, no, I want, I want to hear from your, your perspective, but it mm. seems to me like the pop-up um, restaurant kind of came and went almost. You know, it's so hard to run, you know, it's so hard to orchestrate, find the space, get a, you know, mobile cooking unit, everything else. Most of the people that I've talked to have said, oh, it's kind
4: of a, it's kind of a bitch. I think t- I think the trend is going to be these sort of food halls that end, out, end up renting out their spaces that, mm. that then become sort of pop-ups, mm. right? And I think the bigger trend is gonna be the elimination of a actual physical restaurant and that you're going to see the digital space and you're going to see the Airbnb for chefs and you're gonna see that replace the pop-ups where if Troy's a chef, he can say, come to my house. What's different than an Airbnb situation? Right. You go to Troy's house and cook and he can do a you know 10-course Italian meal. Mm-hmm. Well, don't go to Troy's house. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you, got, you got through about
0: four sentences right. without laughing. That was <laughs> real.
4: So, you know, like, listen, there's a lot of legality that gets wrapped into that, but I think yeah. that that's the future of the pop-up, show. and
0: less risk and less investment than a whole brick and mortar, and you know, less maintenance, and the idea that you can be a chef and have an audience and a fan base and do good cooking and not have to have yeah. the.
4: Thing. Exactly, you don't need, I mean, think it was food yeah. trucks, pop-ups, I think it's going to go totally ghost restaurant, totally digital space, and you know, I, I'd be lying if I said I'm not trying to crack some of those codes, because that's like, it could be a massive shift, just like Airbnb or Uber exactly. have sort of like really disrupted those industries, you could see that happen. A in the, ghost no restaurant, restaurant office, restaurant that sounds really popular <laughs> too, I like that. Yes. Well, I mean, in New York, I mean, these things have been, you know, there are people prototyping these things in New York yeah. where it's all delivery, you know, San Diego's a different situation where, you know, our downtown area probably isn't large enough to Do it, but maybe. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Okay, well, we're going to link to that food and wine story so you guys can read about the rest of the Dining Friends for 2018. We're almost at the uh, end of the show here, you guys. This is San Diego Magazine's Happy Half Hour. We've been chatting with Richard Blaze. We always end with small bites, our own personal recommendations of what we've been eating and drinking lately. We call it Two People, 50 Bucks. Um, Troy, you want to start? Two people, 50 yeah. bucks. Where would you recommend somebody go?
1: So I finally made it out to Village North in Convoy. I mean, Convoy being oh. you know, San Diego's Asian mecca. You know, any kind of like a Vietnamese, you know, you got Thai, you got Chinese. And San Diego, in terms of Chinese food, sucks. It, it just, we just have not had good Chinese food. I, you know, I don't know what happens between San Francisco and here, but somewhere the Chinese food falls off the truck. You know, and Village North is really, really good. They're doing like a 30-day fermented cabbage that they put in like a... a a broth noodle soup. that mm. The broth is so fantastic. Um, and it basically has pork that almost almost like kimchi-esque um, cabbage and then noodles and then a super, almost pho-like broth. You can taste the star anise and things like that. And then they have that taro dessert which they basically take taro which is one of the oldest cultivated plants in the world. It's a root. It's a vegetable, root. Yeah. yeah. You'd, you'd make poi, you know, in Hawaii out of it. You know, and it's, on its own it doesn't taste that much. It kind of tastes like a potato but a little bit nuttier. You know, and then you they might put have had
0: a taro chip at some point. A taro chip. Okay. Exactly. And so
1: you basically steam that and then they, they kind of cover it in sugar and then you take out a, a little 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 steam piece you dip it in water and it crystallizes it becomes like glass sugar on the outside it crunches and then the inside is that nice steamy soft taro
0: I saw you post that or someone posted that on insta and now I'm I'm picturing it again so
1: good so village north you can easily do that for 50 bucks
4: molecular gastronomy alert (laughs) (laughs)
0: it's
4: coming back
2: How about you, Archie? Do you have a two-people-50 bucks? No, but I'm going to Born and Raised on Friday, so I'll let you know if oh, I like
4: two people it. two-people-700 bucks. I was gonna
0: say, that's, that's like not 50 bucks. No.
4: It's just uh, you're people going for 700.
0: a drink. Two-people-700 Yeah, two-people-700. <laughs> yeah. But I'm excited to hear what you think. Yeah, I'm excited to check it out. How I, about you?
4: Well, let me just... I'll throw the Born and Raised review from a chef's perspective. Oh, yeah. Okay. Lights out. Really? Unbelievable. I uh, love what they're doing over there. I mean, the sort of the you know the throwback sort of like is it just a classy old-school restaurant steakhouse sort of vibe the tableside stuff they're doing is fantastic I'm a fan of, of really all of their projects but born and raised was was a recent meal that I had that was just outstanding and it tastes, feels like you're dining on the Titanic or something it does you know, and know. <laughs> you know I have a crush on Leo <laughs> and I'm at, I got outside in Little Italy. I did and one <laughs> of these.
0: Put it I, that yeah. would have been the photo. That's,
4: you and I need to get in a cold pool and do the death. You, have scene. It, you guys oh. can't see <laughs> when, when, when she says, "I'll never let go," and right. then she just lets go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just to be clear, I'm gonna let go. And Richard, uh, for
0: everyone listening, yeah. Richard Blaze d- just did the King of the World pose. King of the I didn't have the quote. Room. Thank you
4: for th- thank you for helping me out. <laughs>
0: Okay, but how about two people, fifty bucks? Do you have a recommendation? Two where people, you fifty kind of a more bucks. Listen, spot? I mean,
4: I have two answers. I know this is sort of a local, sort of theme thing, but I travel b- a lot between sort of uh, L.A., New York. Uh, there's a concept in New York, and I'm going to echo sort of Troy's thing about Chinese food called Xi'an Famous Foods. Mm-hmm. X oh my a God, N. it's so good. And you know, it's it. There's you know five or six locations all throughout oh. Manhattan and Brooklyn, and it's just like it's from a specific mm-hmm. province in China, and it's just simple. Just really great food, like lots of, and what I love, and what most chefs love, it's lamb, uh-huh. chilies, and black vinegar. Exactly. And just like the things that like make people get tattoos in our industry, <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> right. um, and hand-pulled pulled noodles. Hand-pulled noodles, yeah. yeah um, very, very hot right now. Locally, this is going to be embarrassing, but I've been all about the uh, shaved beef at Trader Joe's. Okay. <laughs> I a slice it. of pro- a slice of provolone so cheese Mar, and yes. a soft flour tortilla. <laughs> it's my sort of uh, you know SoCal version of a Philly cheesesteak without cheese or gluten. No, nice. there's some gluten in the no, A little yeah,
0: bit of yeah. gluten in the tortilla. Okay, <laughs> there you have it, you who guys.
4: Who knew that I am a fan of the Trader Joe's.
2: Chefs
4: <laughs> awesome. so always have the
2: best two people.
0: No, had. the best one was 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 born and raised, was, was oh, Jason. Jason who loves the burger at Hoolie's. I died over that. That's <laughs> nice. like where he grew up. <laughs> I, I like also I, I
4: do have to just, you know, for my own businesses, i I'm not allowed to answer with my own places. I'm just that was a caveat. But I just want to make sure I take right. yours. But I
0: would okay. I I keep meaning to ask you what do what's your favorite thing at Crack Shack? Like what do you order? You're there a lot, which I love seeing. You do eat that food. Yeah, lately I've been what there
4: a lot, Um, you know, of all of the locations. You know, we have, like, other things besides chicken, which is surprising. So, no. like, especially when you're in a restaurant all day every long, like, uh, you know, all day long or, you know, or you're around it a lot. Like, I can't eat 10 pieces of fried chicken every day. Right. Um, So, you know, we, like, we have a great, it's called the C Senorita. It's a, you know, it's an albacore tuna sandwich that oh. is just my personal favorite thing to do. What's and the sauce on it? Um, you know, it's a sort of tartar, sort of remoulade yeah. thing. And it's just like simple, but delicious. Uh-huh. And, you know, we have uh, like a lot of vegetarian options we were talking about. So like those are the things that I'm eating like when I'm on the ground there. That's not like a celebratory, like let's eat some fried chicken. Right, or have biscuits for lunch. Exactly, exactly. Those are those delicious. Biscuits. As well. those biscuits. delicious <laughs> <That's laughs> are so good. Yeah, butter, yeah, it's croaks in your. Good, oh. good look at this. Thank oh, you like, guys. Now, I'm glad better. I said that about my own places. Thank you for joining. Oh, we
0: love crackers. Shock. Awesome. And yeah. and Ivy. yes yes okay you guys this has been the standing magazine happy half hour visit our website uh to find links to everything that we talked about thanks so much to tori holistics for sponsoring today and thank you so much to richard blaze uh, weird guy with pod- a weird
4: hat yeah by the way i'm just gonna podcast. call you out um i'm invited back
0: or yeah. <laughs> i mean troy's
2: gonna be really go go gone go. for I'm some filming go. yeah it sounds like you're not filming at the same time.
0: I think we have our replacement. Oh. But oh. I love it. Look, he's a little red, a little nervous. I love it. <laughs> you guys download his podcast, Starving for Attention, and check out the cookbook. So good. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. See
3: ya.